my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. of the 80 miles per hour podcast if you like 80s you come to the right place my name is max and with me always is the lovely and horror lover uh her name is chelsea hey guys how's it going i thought that you were gonna not say something else but it it went well okay thanks i'm still working on the intro i'm notoriously bad perfect it's perfect yeah he is but he's learning ladies and gentlemen Hey everyone, and this is Sanch, who always is the, I'm the third leg of the double of eight, I don't know what the hell that means. The tripod. Yeah, oh yeah, there you go, I'm the third leg of the tripod. Oh, dude, I love that. Hey, hi, there you go, see, 88 miles per hour podcast. We're the tripod of 80s podcast. There you go. Cool. Woohoo! Woo! So, so like I was saying, if you are a fan of 80s music, uh, cartoons... Movies, you come to the right place. Yes, yes, you have come to the right place. Though we don't really do much cartoons, but we will. We promise you that. We're, we'll mm. be doing some stuff. Um, but yeah, so welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully uh, you've returned. I just want to uh, really quickly, you guys, I tried to do some research and tried to find out, because last week's episode, or episode 54, of um, we did Fright Night. I tried researching... Uh, what the hell that the guy was the the servant the male servant I can't think of it. Oh name. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't find His anything. Lover. As, I yeah, I couldn't find anything as to what he was because yeah, at one point he yeah he gets shot, gets shot in the head, everything, but then the light like makes him melt, but gooey. Like I I don't know what he was. It was weird. It was green goo. Yeah, yeah. yeah he it was like an alien, but not really. I yeah. guess. And then also there's odd. The, from the remake to the original. In the remake, Evil Led was an actual vampire, where in the in the original he was a werewolf or a wolf. He was like a hound. something. Yeah, he was a hound of. Well, hound. well, a lot of vampires are able to turn into right. wolves. I think that's, still that's a yeah. I think he was a vampire, but yeah, like they're able to turn into mist. They're able to turn into oh, uh, yeah. wolves. Because in the nineteen thirty one Dracula, he turns into a wolf too. Right. Yeah. I forgot. My reference is uh, Symphony of the Night. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Where and in and in uh, was it the Dracula with Gary Oldman? He kind of turns into like this beast thing. Yeah. Too. So they they're able to turn into like other than like just being like a, well, and they can turn into a bat too. You know. So. They're kind of cheating. They have all this, like... They've got a lot of powers. That's why they're awesome. But that's why they have a lot of weaknesses, though. It kind of balances it out. They do. That's true. They do have a lot of weaknesses. You're right. Yeah. Like like garlic. That's a pretty sissy, Lala type of weakness. And I don't think they're supposed to... I don't think they're able to cross bodies of water or something like that, either. Like, large bodies of water. (laughs) 
That's so. true. Well, yeah. okay, my reference is from that movie, uh, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire on the right. channel, <laughs> and he couldn't go into the water. <laughs> well, that's when I talk about vampire lore, that's where I go to, you know. Right? Mom's Got a Date with a I remember vampire. that one. That's funny. I really liked that one, because <laughs> the, daughter, the daughter's name in the movie was Chelsea, so I was like, ooh, my name. <laughs> gotcha. See, it's funny. Classic vampire. It's funny, because for me... Um, with that one, that I know for your guys, that's like your guys' generation. That one, my little brother was a huge fan of that movie, and uh, he would watch it all the time every time it was on the Disney Channel. Because even Halloween Town, that was your guys' like generation. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved Halloween Town. Yeah, under good. wraps about the mummy. Don't, don't look under the bed. Was don't look under the bed was good though. Which I liked it reminds scary. me of the movie we're gonna talk about. Like it's that not- reminded me of this movie so much. Don't look under the bed a little bit. So, totally. that, and then, uh, well, there's the, another one. Don't look under the bed. It was the black kid who was the bully in Even Stevens, right? And he was, yes. like, a boogeyman. Yes. 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 Yeah, exactly. See, there's cool. just this, where he turns his head, there's this one shot. His eyes are all yellow. It's kind of reminiscent of Thriller. Oh, and he's just, like, yeah. he's got, like, sharp teeth, and he's just, like, Brar. But I, yeah, I liked all the Disney Halloween uh, you know, made-for-TV movies. Those were awesome. Hocus Pocus, which is really popular now, that was supposed to be one of those. It was supposed to be a made-for-TV uh, Disney Channel movie, but they made it into a... It's true. Hocus Pocus release. all of a sudden is, like, the thing to like. Yep, it is. It's super popular. Well, it's, especially it's, those cosplays <laughs> that's been going around of, like, there's these three main girls who specifically cosplay as the Sanderson sisters, and they're known as the Sanderson... Like, that's their cosplay. Kind of like how now we have the whole, you know, Han Cholo, Arturito, Princess Loca thing. Like, they have that. Like, they're huge in the cosplay. Oh, I think circuit. I've seen them. I yeah. think I've seen them. They're, and their costumes are amazing. Like, really well done. Uh, they're very good. All the, all the cosplay fans right now are like, it's not a costume, it's a cosplay. <laughs> you know what's funny <laughs> about that movie? The costumes are great. It's yeah, totally no, it is, like... It is. Thinking about that movie is it's totally adult themes. Like it has to be a virgin, uh, and I was like, "Huh, virgin? Like what is that?" And then I was like, got older, and I thought like a virgin was, "Oh, you've never been kissed." And then when I got you know even older, I was like, "Wait, this is a Disney channel, or this is a Disney movie?" Like, well, they also they talk about virgins in Monster Squad, and the one thing I didn't like is okay. They why do they need it didn't say specifically they needed a virgin girl. They needed just a virgin. Any of those kids could have read the, you know, magical words to oh, do the spell. You, yeah. Yeah, you you know what you're right about that because it doesn't say anywhere it's just like you just need a virgin, you know. Is she a virgin? <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, I will help you. Like she doesn't know French. I will help her. <laughs> That's so yeah, cool. but it's like weird. It's like why virgin isn't a specific female it's like anybody it's so weird that's weird but yeah in hocus pocus like why is that such a big factor why isn't it for Disney a kids, movie? yeah for a kid why, isn't it why is that a big part of the plot right. you know like why they went with that i don't know I don't mommy know. what's a virgin but i like i like zachary binks because even at the end because the, the the sister goes like where were you or something like that and he's like yeah can you believe it i had to wait for a virgin to i mean a virgin <laughs> i said virgin. a virgin yeah a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait hold on what does this word say right here unequivocal unequivocal all right look oddly oddly and unequivocal okay oddly enough four hours ago entertainment weekly posted bet midler gives unequivocal answer on whether there will be a hocus pocus sequel 
So it's kind of weird that this was posted four four hours ago, but it says uh, fans have asked, are, "Will we ever get a sequel to the classic?" You know, and it says a few days before Halloween, jokingly Midler jokingly tweeted that a sequel has been postponed because Disney was what does that mean? Leaving no doubt ambiguous. Oh, okay, that's what un- unequivocal means. It says um, she tweeted saying, "Having trouble finding a virgin." Only a virgin, of course, can reawaken <laughs> the three Sanderson sisters by lighting, you know. And people thought that was for real? I guess. All jokes aside, however, Midler finally answered the question seriously during her Facebook Q&A. Sorry, Hocus Pocus fans, but it's not looking good. So someone asked, yep. is there going to be a Hocus Pocus 2? Her reply being, after all these years and all the fan demand, I do believe I can stand and firmly say an unequivocal no. Yeah, I, I thought I thought so. I don't think they're gonna do anything with that. They keep making. I've looked on like Tumblr and stuff. They always make fake posters for it. Yeah. Like that. All through October, I saw that same fake poster. Like people that I'm friends with on Facebook would keep putting it on their wall, and I'm like, that's okay, not real, but whatever. I, I posted it once too <laughs> on Brothers Bear as a. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't say it was real. I just said this would be awesome. Like, like I, in if you read it, it would tell you that it's not real. That it's fake. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, it'd be cool and everything, and the it's cool, but um, I don't know. I don't know if we need another one. <laughs> I think it's, it's good on its own. It's like certain movies, and we run into this in the '80s too. There's a certain movies that are right for that decade, and they just need to stay in that decade. And I think that's when you get into like remakes and and all the stuff like. That's just like a 90s movie. It works because it's got this 90s flavor. And, you know, it just let it be. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like, real, for fans listening, I know we're not doing, we're not talking 80s. But, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, we will get into the 80s. But every now and again, you know, we just randomly, you know, the flux capacitor, you know, fluxes. And sometimes we end up in different time zones and time areas. So, you know. I mean, to be real, we're just... Lovers of movies. Yeah, so we, we just yeah. Movies. So it doesn't really yep. it doesn't really fat. I don't think you know what. Since day one, till now, I have yet to ever have a fan complain and be like, like, what the hell? You guys didn't even talk eighties. Like, are you? Why are you talking? Like, you know, like we've always done. Even from when we did Earth One, where me and Renata, <laughs> we would talk about like sometimes we wouldn't even be talking eighties. And and even now in Earth Two, we're we're, we're like right now, Hocus Pocus. It's a night. It's it's seen as a famous 90s um freaking movie for for like kids and family but yet like and no one no one's gonna comment watch this be the first time people give us a bad rating you guys are talking <laughs> 80s uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is it is a good one um i mean uh i i actually i like hocus pocus but yeah you're right like there's no there's no coffer because like why would they come back like what would be the yeah. point I don't, yeah, I don't see it. Uh, I think just leave it alone, but... They want revenge again. I think, I mean, I guess I would want them to leave it alone, but I could, you know, you could definitely, you could definitely uh, see what they would do with it now. They'd have them out now, and it'd it'd just be a rehash of the, the movie before. It'd be them, you know, messing around with iPhones and, you know, all the new technology that we have now and stuff like that. See, but like, you know what I mean, it's just it's just a rehash. Yeah, but they, they it's like how could they do that? Like, like because so many uh, stuff today 
have made jokes of things that are of today, like someone from yesteryear are now like like saying like like for instance like the Three Stooges movie. Remember when he's like I have an iPhone and then the guy puts his you know his curly he's like hello hello he's like oh it's broken I can't remember what the other thing was but oh I think it was um I love this movie it's not that big but Christina Applegate stars in it uh, Jean Reno he's like a medieval knight and he's like Never all those poor it. people are trapped in the TV and he's trying to get them out like so they've done all these jokes so like all they would be doing is rehashing a lot of these jokes where like with technology it just wouldn't work it ended with the happy yeah it's just it's just like what it always is you know the same kind of deal but um i think they i think just leave it alone just keep it as it is just just move on yeah move on to you know gem you know (laughs) that did so well all right yeah let's let's talk gem because i saw uh, what's not first (laughs) of all i need to say that i had no idea that this movie had come out and is gone now in my head, I'm like, I was thinking that it was coming out like late November, Christmas time. I had no idea that the movie has already been gone, has come and went already. I had no clue. It's bad. <laughs> I posted about it earlier this week. I had no idea. Yeah, I, you I, know, because it says right here, like, it's funny because we have some fans, and you could tell there's there's two actually. Oh, she deleted it, huh? Um, there is somebody. She was like a gem in the holograms fan. Uh, of the new film and but she's gone now i'm looking at the comments she's gone because she actually said some people actually like the gen uh, right i saw the, that but she's no longer there <laughs> probably the 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 hardcore fans like took oh her. no she changed her name <laughs> she, she, she yeah she changed her name to uh, well i mean she obviously enjoyed it and see here's the thing i was looking at her instagram because i wanted to see like kind of like based on who and then she's like a, a young girl she's like you know based on on the age she has to be probably maybe maybe at most junior high i'm not sure because like all the all the pictures of her and her friends they're like young they're like little kids so actually we have a lot of fans like that shout out to the millennials who like what oh to the young to the younger kids right yeah, i mean i mean i i wonder hey, they're keeping they're keeping the love of 80s alive so yeah, and you know? see, she was a fan of this. So this movie, like, probably for her, like, because that, uh, that that was the one complaint that, that that was huge about this film, that it was it was really targeting only that audience. Like, those were the only people, like, like this girl, who was loving, uh, uh, you know, this film. Like, that's why she loved it. I, her new name is Hey, It's Lucia 10. Um, but then there's an actual Jen and the Holograms fan who's actually a fan of the cartoon show and said movie was crap. And someone tried to correct you though, uh, Max. So someone corrected you. And then there was another one that says, uh, they're, they're wrong though. Okay. (laughs) And someone who's just a huge eighties fan said, I don't, I didn't know that it flopped so badly. And what sucks is that, all right, fans, I know this is going to be late, but you know what? I tried to put someone in charge uh, of, of of our video um, that Max and Chelsea and I did some stuff, but we went out and shot uh, at Long Beach Comic Con. This was done uh, September twelfth, so um, and I put someone in charge to edit it, edit this project for me while I was editing other stuff and doing schoolwork and so on and so forth. Sadly, they never did it. So now, from all from now on, all future videos will be edited by Max. So Max would be in charge of it. But in that video, I actually have 
uh, an interview with uh, Samantha Newark, and she's the voice of the original Jen. And actually, in there's two interviews. There's one I did as Han Cholo. So if you go to the Han Cholo Adventures, you'll see the the interview where I I call her Yem. Um, but then I did another. <laughs> I, I do another interview with her as just you know Sanj from '88, and she talks about why you should give this movie a chance. She actually. Um, She's, Did she see it? Yeah, she loved it. Like she enjoyed it. Um, that she was a fan of it, and she was, tr- um, she was trying to get people to go see it and stuff like that. But hopefully, like I, I need to be able to like connect with Max, um, so he could. I know. I mean, we'll we'll work it out. But fans, you'll see this, so you'll be able to see it. But there'll be a video coming soon, and there'll be more videos if you you know follow us on Instagram. Uh, you you've already seen Max and Chelsea posting stuff, so um, so yeah. So I I'm not sure who. Who wrote me? But I'll, I'll just believe on that right now. <laughs> but any, anyways, uh, yeah. So, Jen and the Holograms, um, big failure. The one movie I wish would have been uh, a huge hit because I loved. I don't know if you guys saw it, so please give me your thoughts on this. Did you guys ever see the A Team with Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper? You know the guy from District uh, Eight or whatever, uh, District Nine, and then who was the <laughs> other dude? I don't remember the other guy. Oh, and it was the uh, Rampage Jackson. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I never saw that movie, but one night I went to this pho restaurant with a bunch of friends oh, in, somewhere in Westminster. <laughs> a pho restaurant. Pho. The pho is You know, Vietnamese, Vietnamese noodle the, soup for all y'all people who pho? don't know what pho is. It's delicious. You the eat it pho? when it's cold out. The pho? Anyway, so I went is to this pho, pho restaurant. It's pho, right? Pho. No, it's pho. It's not pho. It's pho. It's pho. Are you pho show? I am. <laughs> You're a weirdo. Anyway, so I went to this restaurant and this pho restaurant. And um, so I'm sitting there with my friends and all of a sudden, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rampage. What is it? Rampage Jackson? Yeah. The guy who plays Mr. T in the movie. Um, he sh- he walks in. Are you pho real? I'm so for real right now. So he walks in. And we're like, oh, man, that's him. And, like, the movie, I think, had come out. Or it was right around when the movie was, like, out. And one of the guys I was with was like, hey, hold on one second. And he goes into his, um, he goes into his um, tr- uh, trunk of his car. And for some reason, he has an A-team poster in his trunk. <laughs> like, of all this, yeah, oh, of all the things you could have in your trunk, right? An A-team poster. And he pulls it out and he gets it signed by him. That's and cool. uh, yeah, but I never saw the movie. But I always remember that night running into that guy at that restaurant. Though he used so. to be a uh, was he a YouTube fighter or am I thinking of Kimbo Slice? No, Kimbo Slice was the the the, the bum guy, the one that looked. Cool. He was on. Like, yeah. yeah, they called him the bum fighter because he looked like a homeless bum, like fighting. Like that's what they called him. Like I remember, like I knew a lot of he guys. Jack people that time. up. Yeah, he had like a big <laughs> beard and everything. And then when he finally got into the UFC. He was just bad. Like, I had friends yeah. that were so into the UFC, and they're like, dude, he doesn't have any game. Like, yeah, if he could lay a punch on you, but other than that, he has nothing. He has nothing else. I mean, um, yeah, but he has he, no technical training. But, um, uh, <laughs> uh, what you call it? But <laughs> Rampage? <laughs> um, yeah, Rampage Jackson. Rampage Jackson. He was from the UFC. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. I was a huge fan of, of the, I mean, I watched the A-Team as a kid. I can still, right now, I, I can, I, I could close my eyes and I can remember, like, 
how excited it would be me, my older brother, and my cousin being at my grandma's house. Like, we would watch Flipper, because Flipper would be on, and right afterwards, <laughs> right afterwards would be the A-Team, and then Night Rider. Like, there was this weird block of shows that they would show during the day for, like, like even though they had the shows at night, they would show it during the day, because I remember we would watch it, but, like, Night Rider was one of them, and, and A-Team was one. And I remember just being a kid in the 80s, and we loved the A-Team. And then watching the show at Universal Studios, they ha- you know where my, I mean, I'm sorry, where um, Waterworld was, that show? Yeah. Well, there, before Waterworld, there was the Miami Vice well, there, there was a, yeah, I the, remember that Yeah, one. the Miami Vice. And before Miami Vice um, was the A-Team. And I have Betamax footage of the A-Team show. It was freaking awesome. amazing. But when the movie came out, I loved it. Sadly, it wasn't what the studio wanted, like, to be money-wise. It made money, but it wasn't, like, huge for the studio, so we'll never get a sequel. And that's one I, I, never I, saw I, it. I would love to. See, it was your guys' fault. It was you two. I had no interest in it. The, Me neither. The studio. I like E-Team. I, I like Mr. T, but it was just, I don't know. And I like, yeah, Mr. T, like, Mr. T cereal. Like, I'm all about that, but I'm not interested <laughs> in it. Didn't it come out during a time of all these remakes? It was, because I, I think it was... It like, came out, like, in 2010 or something, right? I think it was 11. No, 2010. Was it 2000? Are you looking at it right now? Yeah. I'm right. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh, was it 2010? That's when, like, Bradley Cooper, he didn't, like... He was still... Yeah, he wasn't... Yeah. That was after yeah. Hangover, though. Yeah, but yeah. this is when he started to peak. He wasn't, like, the juggernaut what he is now, but... Mm-hmm. What juggernaut? His, his films haven't even done, like, business. There's that new movie called Burnt or Cook or whatever. And it's not even oh, that one well. sucked, but I'm talking about, like, like, you know, he... Stuff. he uh, yeah, he got... Didn't he win an Oscar for the one where he's with oh, Jennifer yeah. Lawrence in? Yeah, you're right. Jennifer. What was that one? All right, all right. About the football. The I playbook. No, I know. Yeah, that yeah. one, yeah. There's two so far. So far, he has had two hits. Was the yeah the players' book of of books or whatever, and then um, <laughs> silver lining. Yeah, and American the books Sniper. and the books. The books. Um, of oh, books. I mean, he's part of Guardians. Um, yeah, uh-huh. American no. Hustle wasn't See, that good, but he yeah, he's Rocket he, Raccoon. Yeah. Uh, See, and it's funny, too, because Rocket Raccoon, see, this is the part that always makes, like, me and my little brother always talk about this, because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy was a huge hit, but I remember, before the movie came out, the big thing that everyone, like, within, like, the insiders, the people, the critics, and so on and so forth, especially just the stuff that, like, the people who would report on and all that, they were all saying that the biggest thing that's going to come out of this movie being Guardians is going to be Rocket Raccoon. Everybody's going to fall in love with Rocket Raccoon. It's all going to be about Rocket Raccoon. And yet, after the movie, it was all about Groot. <laughs> like, no one cared about Rocket Raccoon. And even That's though that, not true. I have a stuffed Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, no, there, but, I got, but, I got okay. one at Comic You guys love them, right? But I'm saying as a whole, what was the big thing that came out of that? It was all about Groot. You know, they had the the Groot pop figures, the dancing baby Groot. Like, all this stuff, like, that's what, even though, yeah, all of them are, are, as a whole, they're all awesome. Star-Lord and Guy Muscle Guy and Blue Girl, whatever. (laughs) Girl, girl, green girl. Yeah. Gamora. You guys are hurting my my heart right now. Green girl, muscle guy. I I said the name. Swab talker, raccoon. Bradley Bradley Cooper is also in Limitless, and Limitless is kind of one of those movies that didn't do well in theaters, but it's got kind of like a They're going to make a show out of that. It's It's already on, I think. Oh, is it? 
Yeah. Well, what about that Hawaii movie? There was like a Hawaii movie that Kirk Cameron. No, not Kirk. Cameron. Oh, Aloha. Cameron Crowe. Cameron. Crow Cameron. Yes, Aloha. I heard it's. Kirk Cameron ter- made it, and they all got left behind. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really want to watch that movie with the uh, Nick Cage. Growing pains too. The oh my gosh! Left behind with Nick Cage. Oh man. But, I think yeah. I read some of those books as a kid. Oh really? Growing. Uh huh. Oh yeah. It was. I think. I'm pretty sure it was required reading at my school. <laughs> I want to read the graphic novels. Because <laughs> they actually have graphic novels of them. And they look cool. Like, I've seen some pages before. And I was like, I really want... Because I love that, that that stuff about, like, you know, end times, apocalypse. Like, that's why, like, I'm a huge fan of 2012. I, I get how outrageous that movie is and people say it's terrible. But I love it because it's... I just love that stuff. The end of the world, you know. The, the... I'll tell you what. I don't like that stuff it freaks me out and scares. the only thing that i'll do is like zombie stuff mm. zombie movies but anything where it's a big disaster and everything is dying and like, even like when a- like aliens destroy the world or anything where it's like the world is ending post or even like after like post-apocalyptic um like uh dystopias like Hunger Games and things. I like. I guess I like Blade Runner, but like other things like that. I don't like stuff like that. It freaks me out and it scares me. Really? I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really freaks you're me a out. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's scary. See, and and for me, like, I mean, uh, well, you know what? I'll just say it now, okay? Uh, because I know Max, you had an idea to do something for this episode. And then that's when you said you retract and you're like, nah, let's do it when we do a certain movie, genre, a certain genre of film. Uh, so then I, I picked and actually next week's movie, I'm just going to say it now. Uh, it's Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Part 2. We're skipping Part 1 because everyone watched, have seen it. They, they've they watched it. We're doing Part yeah, 2. And, the, and, and, and we'll have a, the, the first half hour or, or, or 45 minutes, whatever, of the episode I, I already know it's gonna we're gonna spend the whole time talking about <laughs> what Max has planned, you know. But yeah, that that's the thing. Like how Chelsea was talking about. Like for me, like for the longest time, zombie movies, like stuff, zombie stuff. Like like even even though it's not really a zombie film, but like twenty twenty eight days later, you know, watching the remake of Dawn of the Dead, all of that. Like it all came from the fear from this freaking movie. And this is actually gonna be the first time I'm gonna watch this movie. Since I saw it when I was back in fifth grade, so do you need me to hold your hand while you watch it? I'll right. come over. I'll hold your hand. You should. Man. Yeah, you might need to cover his eyes for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's it's um, but but yeah, it's I, traumatic. I, I was like I was like that. That used to scare me. Like the whole like like the zombie thing. Like I loved everything end of the world minus the zombie stuff. Yeah, I was opposite. I like all zombies, but no end of the world stuff. Oh, damn. <laughs> well. Um, so yeah, so, alright, cool, so then next week we'll be doing that, uh, but this week, um, unless, wait, I think, Max, you had a shout-out, right? I do have a shout-out, so, um, shout-out, ladies and gentlemen. Shout-out, shout-out, let it all As you guys know, I'm a big TMNT fan, and, uh, we haven't talked about the Ninja Turtles in length. I know I do it a lot on the Instagram and our social media because we're saving a giant TMNT episode. But um, there's a really cool podcast out there called The Turtle Flakes. And it's these two guys and 
you know, they just have a lot of knowledge and they love the, the freaking Ninja Turtles. And uh, I've actually reached out to them to see if they can come on the podcast. And uh, we just, you know, can't land on something. But here's a call to all of our fans. Hit up Turtle Flakes, like them, and then tweet them and say that you want them to be on our show. Yes. Then uh, they're, they, you know, they'll have some pressure from the Foot Clan. Uh, so they can be on, on our show. So, uh, yeah. So, no, but they're they're two great guys. Um, they're really knowledgeable. They talk about comics. They talk about the TV show, the movies. Um, and what's cool is they actually have some um, some guests that were uh, part of the TV show or part of the Ninja Turtle universe and stuff. Like, they had the voice of Michelangelo uh, a couple months ago and stuff. So it's, oh, a, awesome. it's, a, it's a great podcast. And uh, if you... If you like Ninja Turtles, give a uh, give a, a look. Can't really look. Give a hear. I don't know how you say that. Check out uh, Turtle Flakes. There you go. Give a hear to it. Yeah. Give a hear to it. There. See, you're <laughs> so smart. That's why. That's why you get paid the big bucks to be on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> Every penny is worth it. Yes. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So check out Turtle Flakes by our man Max. Wait, what? <laughs> Just say it out loud. I can't hear you. Max, it's our intern. That weird yeah. <laughs> that we we're going to try to get on the podcast. Well, no, face the mic, nerd. Because he can't hear you. you got to say it over here. All right. She was saying, so, we have our intern here, Julia, our intern. <laughs> she was saying what happened about getting, oh, are you talking about the, the obsession? Weird, yes. The oh. weird Ninja Turtle girl. Wait, Max said he, we were going to have what? her on the show. I'm going to try. It would be so cool if you did, and Max is the one who told me about her. Oh, I oh, guess there's a girl so, who's obsessed with Ninja Turtles. She was yeah. like on a show of obsession or something like that. Obsessed. Obsessed, yeah. Yeah, That's the Cowabunga corner chick. Yeah, she's cool. She like uh she's super obsessed with Ninja Turtles. Dude, we so. still try to get her for the show. She's cool dude. too. Check her out on Instagram. She's got like I think one of the um biggest personal Ninja Turtle collection. Like she has memorabilia from the movies and stuff. And she just goes to all these um, cons and stuff and displays her her collection. She's got like I think like twenty thousand dollars in debt at one time with oh, wow. with collecting Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Wait, was she like on TV? Yeah, she was on VH1 like early early two thousands when they had oh, wow. obsession stuff. So um, yeah, that's intense. Cow, it's called Cowabunga Corner, and she has a YouTube channel. That's wow. awesome. Well, hopefully we can get her on the show. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Actually, man, we, we, we actually talked a lot. So I think, you know, it would be the perfect time to get into our film. So uh, I think it was Max. It was your pick, right? Heck yeah. All right. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's time now that we get into our 80s moment of the show, our, our true moment of the 80s. So I'm going to hand it over to Max because Max is going to tell us his pick for this week. All right. So this is one of my favorite 80s movies um, because of just the nostalgia factor. It's the 1989, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a classic. It's, but <laughs> it's, 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 it's memorable. It's, little it's you know what, it's nostalgic. It, exactly. Yeah. It's little monster. It's pure nostalgia. Starring Fred Savage, Howie Mandel, Daniel Stern, and even uh, appearing with Ben Savage. Yeah. So, um, man, I just got to, before I get to the plot and stuff, I just kind of have to um, 
share like my memories about this story. It's very rare do I have like fond memories of 80s movies because you know I'm, I'm born in the 80s. But uh, <laughs> this is you know it, it comes out 89. So you know, anyways. So I think I've I found this. I found this in at Target, right? And it wasn't even on VHS. It was, like, on DVD. But I remember it was one of my first DVDs. So this must have been, like, 2000 or something like that. And what's cool was, um, you know, have you ever watched a movie where you were the exact same age as the kids you were watching it? It just makes it special. I think, like, movies like this, The Goonies, Mm -hmm. I discovered them when I was that age. So yeah. it just made it like that more spec, that more much more special. And uh, what kind of draw me to the to the the cover was just you know this blue monster guy. And I've always been fascinated with monsters, um, you know. And that's why I like horror movies. But I I like monsters. I don't know, you know the the slashers okay. But I, I like there's this thing about monsters where it's just like I don't know. I just love like exaggerated horns or eyes or teeth and things like that. But um, this is a true story. Like when I was like six or seven, I actually drew a comic book that was the premise of uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. Like I had a uh, – it was really inspired by like Nightmare Before Christmas. It was like a Halloween planet and an alien planet, and they come and they collide and have a monster like bash. So that, that movie, that animated movie totally – Wait, wait, wait. Ripped. A monster bash? Like, like meaning like – the monster mash, like they actually have a party, like a bash, or a bash as in they, they throw down. Was it a group like group? bash it like they throw down. That was that was my comic strip when I was like seven or eight. But I had the idea, dude. And then when I saw like I, I forget when that movie came out, but when I saw that they had a uh, Monsters vs. Aliens movie, I was like, what? Oh, dude, that's how I know what you how you feel about that because um, in high school, uh, me and my buddy we he he wanted to get into film. And he wanted to get into writing, so we decided, like, hey, let's get together, let's like, let's write a movie. So uh, I think uh, uh, Dude, Where's My Car had just come out. I didn't like that movie, but he was a huge fan of it. But we ended up getting together, and and we started writing down a script for a movie, and okay. and we base we base the characters to be in that same realm because like we love I love Dumb and Dumber, he loved Dumb and Dumber, right. but he loved like that. So our two characters. We're gonna be almost like that, like the, you're just two dumb guys. But the whole film was gonna be about these two guys who are hungry and they just want to go get something to eat. So they, <laughs> they want to go to their favorite place. But during that point, to just it's like not even far. It, they have a whole adventure just trying to get to the end. At the end of the movie, they finally make it and get their food, their favorite food of all time. And and you know, and we wrote out a lot of stuff. And then what happened in the end? They, the the freaking Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. And it's funny because the guys who did um, Dude Where's My Car, the guys that did uh, Harold and Kumar. But I was like, right. every time I watched that movie, I was like, that was our script, man. We had that. Though they made it's them funny. smart, we we made them um, dumb. That and uh, Independence Day was also another one that I remember. I had the idea. There's like there's just so many movies where like like you it's happened where I, I come up with an idea and actually I, I, I don't really write scripts but I have like little treatments and stuff like I right. did that with Independence Day The Cell the one with J-Lo I even had that where like <laughs> you know we had to get inside the mind of a serial killer and we see everything that you know all it's just like and you know it just sucks because I'm like man people beat me to it it's not fair but 
it's, yeah. it's funny because like uh, I made a parody in junior high called Dude Where's My Pulse. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about this guy he was um castrated and he was looking for his balls <laughs> but like we were going around my high school uh that was a junior high that, oh, that's a junior right. high type thing oh, you're right but um like we were like seventh or eighth grade i just remember we were going around my because um, i used to make a lot of movies when i was in junior high that's what i that's what i used to do on the weekends and uh, I, I, they're not around because it was on my friend's camera, and I doubt he has it. Man, uh, I wish I had this. But um, we went around his neighborhood and would go house to house and just kind of like live camera kind of jackass style. He'd go, um, excuse me, um, I've lost something. They're like, oh, what? He goes, I, I lost my balls. And then we just run. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like ding-dong ditch, but your balls. Yeah. They were like, "Wow, this is funny." So, <laughs> typical junior high boy stuff. Hey, which but, bring, which brings me back to Little Monsters, though. Oh, okay. But go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, Max, you actually did do something that became huge later on now. Because I mean, well, I don't know. Well, you know what? Yeah, we can bring it up, I guess. Because I know you're. That's one thing. They're like, I can't really, you know, later on. I mean, unless you want me to cut this out, I'll cut this out. But that thing where you reviewed. YouTube videos before everyone started doing it, like talk right, right. and all ridiculous right. and all of that. Yeah, no, in like high viral videos. No, yeah, well, basically in high school, my um, I won't say the name of the show, but uh, in high school, uh, my cousin and I we used to love to to make movies, and um, we were like, and this is like 2005, 2006. This is like YouTube at its best. This is when it was still like a community, like Lonely Girl. Remember Lonely Girl oh, and yeah. like. Um, Dax, whatever his name is. Dax Flame! Dax Flame! Yeah, Dax Flame. Oh, man, I love uh, Dax Flame. So this is, like, at that era, and, um, you know, we're like, hey, we should make a show. What are we going to do? And we're like, we should make a show where we make fun of other people's videos, and then we, like, kind of reenact them and have fun. And then, you know, I went to, we did this, I did this, like, we had a lot, like, over 50 episodes, I think. And, uh, then I went to college and, you know, got married in junk. But, um, <laughs> got married in junk, you know. Junk. <laughs> so, Grown but, up no, crap. but then Tosh.0 came and I was like, what a jacker. Like, what a jacker. <laughs> and he, he totally took our idea. And it's I was just. that like, copyrighted, you know? Man, man. Yeah, but we had this one. My favorite, my favorite episode was our last episode we did. And, um, this is after I graduated from high school. So um, I was like, dude, um, you, you can't drink a gallon of t- Tampico juice. And he goes, <laughs> for real? And I'm like, yeah, you can't. And he's like, well, we should, we should record it. We should try to see other videos. So we would look for videos. At this point, we were, like, you know, creating plots and stuff. So um, my cousin ate a large pizza of uh, Papa John's, a whole one. And he came over, and I didn't know this at the time. So we're chugging a gallon of Tampico juice. And if you don't know what Tampico juice, it's the Mexican Sunny D. So it's nasty too, um, super just thick and gross. So we, we're drinking it, drinking it, and we just start gagging, and um, we start throwing up at the at the exact same time. But the the entire time we're throwing up, we're also laughing. So like, <laughs> so but my cousin throws up so 
much. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take the clip and, and I'll do that. I'll take the clip and I'll post it on her Instagram. But it is like <laughs> it is a is fountain. Good. Like it is like it's so <laughs> loud. And I've never seen anybody throw up so much in my life. And it was just like like you could hear it hit the ground and stuff. And we're like probably twenty, twenty feet away from the camera. And like and the camera's not like, like a legit camera. It's just like a little handheld. But man, yeah, good times. Gross. I'll post it, but it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think you saw it, Sanch, right? Yeah, you did. You showed me that and your uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy homemade Adam Goldberg <laughs> style films. Like Sweden? That's that's what like we were hanging out a lot. Like that's when I first met you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You showed me and man. I mean, I was laughing. Like, it's funny, Chelsea. Like, like see, when you, I, it was more someone's mom that was really more into the whole Lord of the Rings, like, having you guys act it out. Because you could see how, just from the first film, because you did all three movies, but you could see how, like, little by little, you guys stopped caring about making Because it was movies. sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So, like, sixth grade, we're like, yeah, this is cool. We're making Lord of the Rings. And then by eighth grade, we're like, this is lame. And, like, <laughs> it was like, I know it was like pulling teeth by eighth grade. And what's funny is, um, like, we were we filmed another movie, like, on, on his... Because this was, like, his sleepover parties and stuff. But we ended up, like, like my friends and I were just like, forget this. Let's just make our own movie. So, yeah, that's funny. No, it, and it was just, like, she was, like, a, a Nazi with it. She's like, listen up, listen up. Stop. No, <laughs> no. Like, she was, like, a director from hell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I made movies when I was a kid, like, with my friend, and mostly it was just, like, us interviewing each other as, like, different characters or imitating people that we knew in real life, <laughs> and I do have this video, though, of me and my friend. Her name is Chelsea, too. This, we filmed this a long time ago, or I, I think I was probably in junior high or I probably maybe I think it was 10 I was probably like 10 years old and then after I filmed with her I did more stuff with my other friend because we got like the handheld camera but this was my dad's big one that you could put like a VHS in it and I remember just like filming with her and she fell off a chair and I always wanted to take that clip and like save it so I could like give it to like funniest home videos and stuff we never did it but yeah we mostly yeah we just it would just be us like interviewing each other and like making weird voices and weird crap like that is what i normally did yeah no it's i used to love making movies and it was it's interesting because um especially i mean this was like before i mean a lot of people know how to edit but like when i was in high school not a lot of people knew how to edit and i tell myself you know i had a mac and and i just taught myself i was like on iMovie three or four like it was you know and um so i just taught myself i was like 14 15 and then once in high school once we started doing like group projects and stuff everybody wanted me on their teams or in their groups because they wanted to make videos so it was like I had my choice, and of course I went with the group with all the girls in. You know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> I don't know if you ever experienced that, Sanch. Like people know that you make videos or do productions, and you always get hit up and stuff like that. No, well, for me, uh, I, I mean, it was similar like that. How you got like every time projects, let's get, let's get, you know, how Max, let's get. But it, for me, it was whenever a project required any form of drawing, um, any any art. Uh, it was, right. they always wanted me, um, because it, 
in my time when we I was making movies and all that, it was it was still nerdy and it was very AV and I was in the AV club in high school so um, it, it wasn't until roughly towards the end of my high school years when it got popular because of Jackass. Once Jackass appeared, they were like, "Oh no, it's cool! Like that's awesome what you're doing." But before that, it was just like, "Look at this loser making movies, <laughs> AV yeah. nerd," you know. So, um, but I mean, I did the same like you guys. I was growing up, I was always filming, making movies. Like it sucks because like a lot of the movies I made, I mean, it was like we sweeted them almost. Like like we did a lot, of, and sometimes we would do scenes. Like one of my favorite ones is we we did the whole. Um, burglar scene of Home Alone where they appear to the end where they get caught by the police. We did the whole thing and my friend, you know, during his stoner years in high school recorded over it. So, uh, like, a so... lot of, like, we did UHF, Weird Al's UHF, we did that, like, Mortal Kombat, like, we did a lot of stuff, but almost, e I mean, everything is deleted. Like, I only have The Wizard. The remake that we did. We did two versions of The Wizard. When we were little kids and then when we were a bit older. Um, so I, I have that somewhere on VHS where we made The Wizard. We only have like a few right. scenes. But, yeah. well, sp well, speaking of Wizard, we should we should get back to, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. to the movie. <laughs> All right, let's so, All right. Fred Savage, little I'm going to take that segue. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the plot is uh, <laughs> Brian Stevenson played by Fred Savage, Wonder Years, you know. Prince's Bride, all that stuff. So him and his brother, they move to a new town, and he doesn't have friends. He's the new kid. And then all of a sudden, um, monsters visit his uh, little brother's room. And uh, I don't know how in the most, you know, 80s way. And it's funny because don't you, like, in so many of these movies, like late 80s, early 90s, like kids are just geniuses, right? Like you look at Home Alone, Little Monsters, they're able to make all these, like, traps and like, right. like, like eleven you know, years that's old. What, I, I, that's what I'm gonna say. I just think it's interesting because they're like you know eleven, twelve years old. I think Kevin McAllister's what eight or nine. So, you know, so it's just like you have these kids and they come up with all these like elaborate traps, and I'm like, yes. See, and they even so, try to uh, kind of give a, an explanation, not really an explanation, but the first time they run to the room. I mean, I know I'm jumping way to the end, but when they first get that little redheaded girl and then they, they go to the science room or whatever and he builds that, that flash flashlight gun. And she, right. she even says, like, wow, like, how do you know so much about this? Like, why do you get Fs? Like, and that's the thing from the beginning when he makes that whole thing with the bike chain and all that. I'm watching. I'm like, no way in hell I could have ever made that as a MacGyver kid. stuff. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's just... That's the one thing that really throws me. I mean, I get like everything else you could just fantasy and all that, but that just I feel like really like how does he know so much? Yeah. So and then well, he he at first he catches a because well he he found he doesn't know what it is. Brian doesn't know what it is, and he's wrestling with this thing, and he's wrestling with this uh, creature, and then his dad comes in, turns on the lights. And then the creature turns into clothes, which is funny because, like, the dad's like, here's some grown man clothes that my 12-year-old son's, you know, wrestling around. That's not weird, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, oh, what's my kid up to? Uh, but then, you know, the lights turn on and uh, enters, you know, Howie Mandel Maurice, who is, um, you know, this is like a buddy-buddy a, a movie, really. So It is, yeah. 
And then it turns into, you know, Maurice showing Brian the world of monsters underneath the, the beds. And then we have this, this crazy adventure where uh, Brian's uh, brother gets kidnapped and then he has to, to, to rescue him from the monsters. So. Speaking of the clothes, in the movie, um, when the light shines on the monsters, they kind of turn into clothes. I thought that was really cool because as a kid... When you're sitting in your room alone at night, you're going to bed, you might think that a pile of clothes looks like a monster. Do you know what I mean? Like when yeah. things in your when you're a kid, like things look like a monster and then you turn on the light and they're not. Yeah. That was really clever. I, I'm assuming that's what they were going for in the movie, I think. But that was a really I did really like that. That was really interesting. Um, they had this an like cool thing along the lines of that they had this cool pov shot where it's the little brothers in bed and it's after he thinks the the monster's in his room but you hear like the mom and dad saying you know they were fighting and then they they console him it's like oh there's no monsters and then the doors open but it's all from the shot of uh little ben savage but the shadows still make it look like there's monsters in his room i think it's like a a toy and stuff, but they mm-hmm. do kind of like they play with the camera angles and things like that in this movie. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, like this this film, like I mean, it, it really like throws you right into to the mix because it really like already starts where like there is no introduction, like oh we just moved here in the sense of like like it, it seems like he's been at school for a while, even though it says like you're the new student here. He already kind of knows some peeps a bit, you know. They know him like. It's already, like, you're just going in there and then, and no time wasted. Like, it's already, like, oh, there's monsters the first night out. And then, you know, he sleeps in there. Like, they waste no time into introducing Maurice. Like, that's what's cool about this. Like, it's just, like, right away. But then the only thing that's weird about this whole film is the whole, like, divorce storyline is i don't know it's kind of yeah that was kind of weird yeah i was not really expecting them to go that route in the movie i've never i don't think i've seen this movie before until i watched it an hour ago but when they got deeper into the story like when they went into like the monster world and everything it's it kind of like made me remember like if i had watched it it seemed very similar so I feel like maybe as a kid I did watch it or there was a time I did. Yeah. But things seemed like I recognized it or something. It was really strange watching it. It was like, I think I'd seen it before, but um, I don't know. It just seemed familiar. But I, I liked it. Yeah, I'd never seen it before in that I know of. And um, the ending was kind of confusing to me, though. Oh, okay. I didn't. So, you know, the villain, the boy. Yeah, the boy. I don't get that at all. I don't understand that. They just throw it. It's not, I mean, this plot-wise, you know. It, <laughs> like, and I, I understand, like, they they need to save the brother from the villain. And, like, right. they take him. That's why he goes, of course, you know. But I was like, I don't really understand the villain. Like, they're all monsters. Yeah. Why is he called the boy? Why does he not look like a mon? I mean, a monster, even though the back of his head is, like, all brain kind of weird and stuff, which was really creepy for a kid's movie. I was like, oh, that's a little weird. But I was like, I didn't... He was a very interesting character, yeah. and I didn't really understand him very well. Well, you, you guys have heard of the Nostalgia Critic, right, on YouTube? Uh, you know, oh, yeah, wa- yeah. yeah. yeah so, no, I, wa- I watch him all the time, yeah. He, he reviewed this years back, and he's kind of talked... He talked a lot about what you were talking about, Chelsea, like... 
there's really no plot to this movie. Like, all of a sudden, you know, we just have this main villain. We think it's Snick, but then all of a sudden there's the boy. And everyone hates the boy, but we don't know why. And we don't yeah. know why they captured um, little Ben Savage and all this. All this yeah, and why he like, wants. Yeah, he ben just tears Savage. this movie apart. But uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. I, I watch him all the time. I, I'm shocked I haven't seen him. Uh, I haven't seen this episode that you're talking about. I'll have to watch it now. But yeah, I'm. It's. I like him. Like he's an interesting ad- addition to the movie. There is plot. Like obviously, like you knew. Like when I watched him, like okay, well if he stays in the world too long, he'll be. He will become a monster. Yeah. And I kind of get that. And I'm thinking, is that what all the other monsters are too? Though, like kids that mm. got that stayed too long like maybe a mixture of them it's are Neverland. Yeah. what it is <laughs> what it is is there's just there's plot holes like there's actual plot but then there's those parts of, fil- of the film where there's plot holes where it leaves questions because earlier um i was talking to julia about it because we were having a discussion about it and like i was already like going over with her like what i wanted to bring up what i wanted to talk about when it came to this movie and one of the things was is that um, it's funny because, I mean, I, I never really bothered to really research and look up this film, like, learn stuff about the, the actual movie. Um, I don't know, I just never had any reason to before. And, um, the one thing is that when, when Monsters, Inc. came out, one of the things that everybody always compared it to was Little Monsters. Like, oh, it's just like Little Monsters, Little Monsters. In which, in reality, it is true that, that Monsters, Inc. was inspired by little monsters um so it's it there's an actual connection there where like the 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 people from pixar was like hey we like this idea now let's work on it in which monsters inc created a premise to have as to why they need the scare and that's what i wanted to bring up because it's like why do they do what they do what is the purpose of it because there's a scene that they they when when i think it's the second time maurice goes down there with um with Fred Savage, or maybe it's the first night when they go down there, they go to this weird, like, insect-looking guy, and he's like, he has, like, a lisp, like, hey, Maurice, how's it Right, going? right, right. And then he gives them papers, like, here's your job. You need to go scare such and such and such. Or not scare, but go just make a mock, a muckery of everything and so on. And so on. But, like, why? Like, what is the purpose? Like, does it does it feed the world, their world planet? Like, what does it do? And why do they do it? Like, what is the purpose of that? Like, there's no answer as to that. And then that was another thing that, Chelsea, you brought up. The whole boy thing. Like, why is he... Why are they afraid of him? Like, why why do they rip the head off of that one boy and give him a pumpkin <laughs> head? Like, like, what did he owe him? Like, what did he, like, yeah, what did I want to know... Do? more about that character because i'm like i don't think it they honestly never answered it i'm pretty sure but i don't get like yeah why doesn't he look like all the other monsters why is he in charge i mean obviously he has like that guy as his bodyguard so i mean understand that's intimidating and it seems like he's got a lot of like you know um torture (laughs) devices and things or whatever like a room full of teddy bears exactly he's really (laughs) weird (laughs) And obviously he's got all these like things, but I was like really curious about because he does he looks like a kid but like pale and like he looked dead. I thought maybe it was like a dead kid or something, but like that one, that's a kids movie. Why would they have a dead kid be the villain? I don't know. I, I think we um, found the answer. We, we need to write fan fiction for a yeah. Little oh, yeah, I could I could make a story out of this. There's enough here, but I um. <laughs> 
It made me, yeah, it definitely made me think of Monsters, Inc. It made me think of Don't Look Under the Bed, the Disney movie we were just totally. talking about. Yeah. And Howie Mandel's character, Maurice, reminded me of many people. Reminded me of Beetlejuice. Yes. Reminded me of Dro- uh, Drop Dead Fred. Yes. Um, yeah. Which which All around I, the same time, too. Yeah, which I think Drop Dead Fred's a 90s movie. It is, though, it is a 90s yeah. movie. It's like 1990. But it reminded me, yeah, which is, it's right around that time. But yeah, it reminded me of these characters. So it kind of was taking from those. But yeah, I was like, I was, I'm just, I'm honestly sitting here, I'm just pondering about the villain and I want to know, like, it's bothering me. Like, I just want to yeah. know more. I want to, I want to, I need to go on the internet and like, look up like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I am like, seriously, I'm just like, what, what was that? Well, this, what was that? It's funny because you like, see, it's going back to what you said, like, what's the point? There is no point. They're just out to make sure kids get spankings and like you that's know that's, yeah. that's just like there is no point but it's like that i want like certain things need some backstory you know like i need yeah. i need some backstory to like a like a character like i need i want i wish i knew more about maurice's character i wish i knew these things but yeah. i don't know them because it wasn't in the movie but i did like also like a lot of 80s movies Hit for kids back then. I like I I know it's not good, but I I liked that they cussed. I kind of thought that was like kind of cool. Cursed <laughs> they cursed a lot. Like in Goonies. Oh yeah, they said. I think they said. Uh, they said shit a lot. They said. Yeah. Um, they said. I think he's. Did one of them say the b word, bitch? Did they say bitch, bitch. I don't know. Maybe no. Not. They don't. They don't. They. I thought they said like they, something. They say like, over the shoulder boulder holder. Yeah. Oh my god. I yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> Which is—is oh is that original? Because I never heard. I've never that. heard that. But when he said that, I said it out loud. Over <laughs> and the I, shoulder, boulder holder. Yeah, that's that's intense. <laughs> and he's talking about like you know, and, and uh, like friends have just like twelve, you know, like or ten, like. <laughs> it. This movie's like very nightmarish. <laughs> so nightmarish to me, like for kids, like. It, I guess it falls in that same category of, like, weird kids' movies like Labyrinth, Darth, Darth Crystal, you know? Yeah. This movie was really strange to me. Like, the characters, like, when, oh, my gosh, like, when they're scaring the baby in the crib. Right. And the one, have you ever seen that music video by MGMT Kids? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of that so much because it's, they're freaky. Like, it's not even, like, it's, they're not going for not scary. Because it was scary. Like, right. the the one like head that like comes up and like scares the little the baby and i'm just like what the hell am i watching it's so weird like <laughs> when they're scaring her and that's what the nostalgia critic like that's what he says about this movie is he's like it's just cruel like it's not cruel to be funny but it's just this movie's cruel and it's teaching kids to like be jerks and a-holes <laughs> it's just so weird <laughs> i was like okay but yeah the and like the design again yeah, the design element of of the monsters bizarre i mean creative but bizarre like the at the very end the guy that they walk by and they ask him for directions and you know it's just an actor who's putting his head through a chair right but like i'm just like that's so creepy and weird like it's so weird to me it, like everything it's funny because they try to make this like world and like but i feel like the actual exteriors they, it, I mean, it's just like crates, you know. They're just crates, like out in the grocery store and stuff. Yeah. There wasn't like the, the the actual world wasn't as intricate as it could have been. 
And I'll tell you another thing it kind of reminded me of very, very vaguely was that movie Monkey Bone. Oh, <laughs> dude. I had a friend. My friend's dad worked on that. Oh, really? I, yeah. I honestly saw, I saw that movie theater, and I really enjoyed it. And I always liked that movie. I don't know why. <laughs> I still remember it, I took my little brother to go see that movie. And I, I like... I don't know how many minutes in I realized I'm like this isn't really a kids movie because we thought it was no and like we saw a mother and a kid like she she walked out with her little kid because she probably realized like this isn't wow. a kids movie. Yeah. I me and my mom saw it and we we liked it because <laughs> it's so freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Little Monsters. Like, yeah, that's the one thing. Like, well, I, I don't know. I I do. I, I I try to figure it out. And I figure that um those are probably they were originally kids like all of them were kids like they're not just monsters like they transform into monsters because maybe that's the one thing because like there's that scene where after you know fred uh savage he starts to to uh disappear or whatever uh, when he freaks out when brian he remember he runs out after scaring the the baby he runs off um there's a scene where that that weird monster guy the one that uh he was from uh, Snick, I think that's his name, right? Snick or whatever. The guy <laughs> well, that's Rick Stewcoman. Yeah, Saturday, who, who Saturday pa- uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, Saturday where he and he passed away. We just recently, I found out from. Yeah, he was in the Burbs. From the Burbs, that you, right. you pointed oh, that out that right. he that died, and I was like, yeah. oh man, and, and it's sad. But he goes after after Maurice, and he's like, we almost had him. Yeah, you let him go, and he knows our secrets and stuff, and the boy wants him. So when he says we almost had him. I'm wondering if that's the thing, like, the that the boy, like, I mean, if we're trying to figure something out here, maybe that's... Yeah, what... no, I honestly, I thought that for a minute, yeah, Maurice, like, was enlisted to try to get more monsters or something. Yeah. You know? And then more so, that's the boy wants. He just wants more monsters. Like, he want he, like, for him, you know, he's like, I just want to play. Like, I want more people. So he's, like, almost like a spoiled rich brat where... <laughs> He just wants more to play with, but in which he never does because he easily gets bored. Like a, a rich, spoiled brat like would be like, oh, I'm tired of this toy. I want another one. I want another one. So maybe that's what it is. Like He just wants to try to get as many of the kids to come down and you know technically play with him. You know? and that's I like why where you're going if, with that. Yeah, if, yeah. They, if they stay down there for too long, and so that's why. So they need, they're enlisted to, like, you know, Hey, this is a cool world. It's it's like Neverland. It's like it's it's literally like Pinocchio. You know, come over yeah. here and play and like then, Pleasure Island. Yeah, yeah, Pleasure Island. And if you if you play if you stay too long and behave bad in Pleasure Island, what happens? You turn into a donkey and then you get right. sent to the salt mines. And it's kind of like what it seems like. This is what happens in this world. Though Maurice, I honestly believe he's like what happens is he starts falling for for brian like he, he's like oh, yeah he, he's like I, I actually care about this kid and that's why he decides to to protect him and help him and you know, and they wanted to like kind of bring him in so that's where they steal the little brother and they say like all right you know if i could get the little brother we could sure get him because he's already almost transforming so you know and, and i mean maybe that's what happens and i mean i'm just trying to figure out some form of like what the yeah hell. i'm trying and it's not clear at all that's the thing like this movie just just goes and doesn't give a lot of explanation. Nope. I think a lot of it is because there's it's mostly kids, you know. And going going back to know. the boy, I'm still thinking about him right now. <laughs> and um, I was thinking, why did they go with that design? Because first of all, the the actor who plays him isn't a kid, 
So I'm like, that's creepy, sort of. Like, that. that's a, at the time, because that actor's in that movie, Career Opportunities, with Jennifer Conley. I can't remember his name, but that's not a it's 80s a movie. Frank Whaley, right? Yeah, yeah. Who, he's who? in, he's in, oh, uh, yeah, he's in Pulp Fiction. He's and very he's youthful. In, um, he still right. looks. He is youthful, yeah. Yeah, he looks but like I was a thinking, kid. He looks like a boy. <laughs> yeah, but at the time, though, like, he wasn't a kid. Why did they get him to, it's so weird. Like, how come they didn't go with, like, a, Maybe they didn't want to be typical and not have it be just, like, a big, like, scary monster. Maybe that would have been too scary. I'm just still, like, like trying to figure out why they went he, with he was a, a dead-looking kid who isn't really a kid played by a kid. I'm just, like... Right, because he's, like, in, like, Catholic boy clothes. Yes! Like, yeah, why is he... Like- Again, let's try to put some... I, I love that we're trying... Actually, more me. I'm trying to put logic into this goddamn movie. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not but knocking, maybe, I'm not knocking the design. No, no, I, I did enjoy it. What, but. If, what if this... What if, what, let's, all right, let's think of this. What if he was, in a sense, like Michael Jackson? In the sense of, like, he's, in, he, he's an adult monster, but that's why they call him the boy, and that's why he wears the schoolboy outfit, because he wants to still be a little boy and that's why he wants playmates and that's why all his that's things creepy. around are like oh you toys. just got under creature oh that's creepy that's creepy so, so <laughs> i don't like it i'm, I'm like seriously it. gonna write some fan fiction on this oh it, no it's good there's some good material okay. do backstories oh, no. of maurice and and expand the universe freaking a i think we need to have an expanded universe of little monsters yeah i agree start start on that now i'll get, do it. get to it Yep. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's you the think only. I'm playing. I'm playing. That's, that's <laughs> the only thing I could think of is that the little boy is he just wants to be in his youth, and that's why he wants. You know, he's not a boy, but he wants to be a boy, and that's why he looks like that. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, why did again, they need uh, his brain thing in the back was like not man that was like not kid friendly at all. Like his face melts. Like oh, like, it's just like wow, this <laughs> is hot. I mean, a lot of 80s movies like that that were for kids were not, obviously, like, good for kids back then. Yeah. But, man, I was just like, this is intense for and children. The peep, like, and the this pee is part? nightmarish. The when he pees the in his part? drink? When he pees oh, his, yeah. Like, no way would they ever have that today. <laughs> no. no way. Oh, yeah. I was watching it thinking. It's Buzz. It's Buzz from Home Alone. Yeah. Go back to Home Alone. It's Buzz. Is it really? Yeah. It's, it's the Buzz. same actor. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I was mean, thinking, yeah, there's a lot of things they wouldn't do now that's in this movie. But what I liked about this movie, because it's just like, it's. Yeah, it what do you like just, about it? It was so cool as a kid. Like, I just, like, it's one of those movies where I can go back in my memory and remember why I liked it. Like, and and I used to watch, like, Wonder Years and this at the same time. Like, Fred Savage is, like, really cool. You know, like, he mm-hmm. he's, like, I don't know, like, he, there's just something about Little Fred Savage where he was so, like, adult-like, and he was very articulate, he's kind of like a little, you know, John Travolta type thing. He, he's a good, he, he's a good little actor. Yeah. Like, for sure, when he, I mean, I don't know what he does now, I guess he's in stuff, if you, but. If you think he's about it. Grinder. He's on the show right now, currently yeah. with. Oh, uh, but yeah, he's a good, like, when he was a little boy, when he was in, uh, you know, Princess Bride, and, and this movie, and Wonder Years, Wonder I, Wonder he's especially. a good, good actor little actor for yeah. a kid. And and, and if you think about it, this movie's carried on him and Howie Mandel and like yeah. it took, I wasn't I was like probably an adult by the time I figured out that Howie Mandel 
And I was like, what? Deal or no deal? Like, that's him? Like, yeah, to this smell. day, I can't see it. Like, it, the makeup doesn't look like Howie Mandel. There's nothing about Maurice's character. His uh, design looks like Howie Mandel. So, like, to me, you know, it even makes it, like, Maurice more believable because he doesn't look like a guy in makeup. He actually looks like a monster. I'll be and- honest, though. His The horns that came in, which look awesome, very cool, but whenever they would wiggle when he would move, <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. Come on. Like, they're cool. Like, he looks good. But when he would, yeah, when they would, like, wiggle with him when he, when he moved his face, I was yeah. like, oh, come on. Yeah. Come and on, man. There's, like, there's a scene where, like, Snick's, um, his hair, like, moves. His his wig moves, like, up yeah, and down. Yeah, is that when he's, when he's talking to the little boy? The yeah, boy when he rips hands? before he rips Yeah, I was like, is he, like, in a, in a, like a, uh, like a, um, is that a hood? Like, or is that his hair? Because it would, like, move out of his, like, face. <laughs> yeah, so, no, but, like. I just remember being, like, one of, like, I knew it was a kid's movie when I was watching it. And then I remember, like, because you know how you watch movies and then you, as a kid, but you don't really understand what they're saying until, like, later on or something. Like, just watch it, right? And I remember I saw this movie probably, like, five or six times. And then that time where Maurice, like, pantses um, (laughs) Fred Savage. Yeah. And then the girl goes, nice ass. You know, like, I was like... Oh, that was what I said. That's the thing that I was thinking. Yeah. Not, that and I was like, wow, they said that, they said ass in this movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was it, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I had to rewind it three times because she doesn't say it clearly. It's kind of, like, muffled yeah. and stuff. And then I actually put on the captions on my PS2 back in the day. That's how I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very, like... PG thirteen movie, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's it's because it, yeah they they say they say the s word a ton in this movie, and I mean it, I don't know mm-hmm. it it is very adult themed you know you got parents dealing with divorce you know like you have the scary images of the boy and all of that like it's a it's really well you know you know I was thinking not to get really deep but maybe all of the stuff with the monsters and having to battle the monsters maybe that's his internal feelings of his parents' divorce, uh, you know, that's maybe like how where he's the wild things it. are. Yeah, kind of like it's like a metaphor. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying to find something with this movie, <laughs> and I'm just gonna say that that's his dealings of his parents' divorce as a kid. That's how he deals with them, and it's in his, you know, that's how he deals with it. So yeah, I, I gotta admit that I really love what we're doing with <laughs> this episode today because. Um, we're we're all we're all very much about trying to like we're not really even reviewing the movie talking about our favorite things about it. like we're literally trying to bring logic into this film like trying to truly figure out what this movie is about and what what you know their their concept was of this film like that's all we're doing is it's just trying to figure out what the hell this movie is who's the boy what's the plot why do they scare what are the what's it's, their job yeah it's just it's a lot of images and. Like, it's all there, and I'm trying to put it together to make it, you know, have sense to me. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was watching it just thinking, okay, I, I see what they're going for here. But, uh, you know what I was thinking about, too? My Pet Monster. Oh, Do you remember yeah. my, pet, my, my Pet Monster? I was thinking about that. Like, maybe, what year was my, yeah, what, that was like. Yeah, late eighties, early nineties. My pet monster. No, the, it was, the plush. Well, I mean, I I, was know, I got mine in eighty seven. That's when it, I got my my it, pet monster. Was well, that's late. Seven. That's late eighties. You're talking about the movie, right? 
Well, I mean, I'm talking uh, about a, my No, there was a doll. A my my, my, yeah, my pet monster is in my car right now, actually. That's what's funny. <laughs> my, my pet monster's in my car. Um, they had a movie. It came out yeah, they TV. had a movie. They had a cartoon movie. Oh, no, and then a live-action movie. It was a live-action But I think movie, yeah. it was first cartoon. I could be wrong, though. I, I can't remember, because I would watch the cartoon. I didn't really like the movie. Um, so, yeah, so freaking, I don't know. This movie, again, it's weird. I... I mean, I love. I, I still I love this. Growing up as a kid, um, uh, from you know, even watching it now was just nostalgic. Like again, there's there are there are horrible flaws in this film, and we've talked about it that we don't know why. But I mean, it's an easy concept. It's like seriously, it's like you know, monsters, you know, cause issues that why kids get blamed for stuff. Because I mean, you know, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but like I remember, there was this one time, uh, we I was we were trying to go to school, and my mom's like, "Come on, let's go!" And I couldn't find one of my shoes, and I'm like, "Where the hell is my shoes?" I'm like looking everywhere in my shoes, and I remember we had we were using for a laundry basket, we actually had uh, like a trash can, and there was like a lid with it, like it was all clean and everything, obviously, but we would put our our clothes in there, and the lid was on the floor, and I remember I lift I I lifted the lid. And it wasn't there, so I, I just dropped it back down. I'm looking over. My mom's getting mad. She's like, come on, we got to go. He's like, I have to take you guys to school. I'm going to be late to work. You know, come on. And I'm looking. I'm like, I'm serious. I'm looking. He's like, did you look here? He's like, did you look right there? And I lifted the lid, and the shoe was right there. And I, and I was like, it was not there. My mom got all mad. And it was like that move, moment where, like, it shows all the kids, especially that weird kid with the glasses as my favorite <laughs> kid. But it, it, it's like, they're like, I, I, you know, who did this? No, you know, and all that stuff. And I like, like when they ask that blonde girl. Her dad goes if she wants to go to military school. <laughs> and and her I was face. Like, that was really that I'll was. Take a was test. You know, as a kid, like I, there was a point in time where I thought maybe there's monsters under my bed. Like maybe that's you know, as a kid, you think they're in your closet or they're in your under your bed. I never thought they were in my closet. Right? Yeah. I thought okay, maybe there's a monster in my bed. So I remember telling my mom. I think there's monsters under my bed, Mom. And she, 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 she came up to me. She goes, Chelsea, there's way too much crap under your bed for a monster to be under there. <laughs> and from then on, I go, you're absolutely right, Mom. You're totally right. There's way there's too much crap logic under my it. bed. It's, <laughs> that's, you're right, Mom. <laughs> What's funny is it probably didn't motivate you to clean up. Nope. I jammed way more stuff underneath there. <laughs> Mummy That's came awesome. in my room. <laughs> As you were a kid, what was like the scariest thing you guys were scared of? Um, for me, it was Freddy Krueger. I was very afraid, but I was like four years old when I first saw that movie, so that really scared me. And I, I would have actual nightmares of Freddy Krueger, so that was my fear. Um, I didn't like. <clears throat> I hated the dentist with a passion. It scared me. But my mom said that. Well, and I also I didn't like. I hate. Okay. It has to do with Disney, two Disney things. I hated going to Disney, or I liked going to Disney on a kid, but I hated all the, like, rides that were for kids, like the dark rides, like um, Snow White. Yes. And Peter, yes. Peter Pan was okay, but, like, Snow White and Mr. Toad and any of those, hell no, I didn't go on those. And then my mom said that I could never finish any Disney movie. So, like, I could watch it, but when it came up to the point where – like like Pinocchio for for example, whenever it came to the point where the whale, I, the whale freaked me out so bad, Monstro, hmm. I never finished it. So I'd always 
I'd be like, okay, I'm done with that movie, moving on, and then I'd play it and then stop it because I couldn't watch it to the end, and then I'd, I'd keep going. I would never watch the ends of movies because they scared me. Do you know, like, um, <laughs> have you ever had, like, a fever and you had, like, crazy dreams? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so this is one of, like, my earliest childhood memories. I was probably, like, four. I remember I it was at my old ha- house, and I was five when we moved, so I had to have been three or four. But I just remember I... I I had a fever because I I remember waking up and I was just drenched with sweat. But I remember, like, um, it's a weird dream. I remember there was, like, this haunted house and all of a sudden the Mighty Ducks, like, the live action, you know, like, Conway, (laughs) Bombay. Sweet, yeah. They, like, came up to me, right? And they're, like, on their blades and they came up to me and were looking all scared. And I'm like, why do they look scared? And then I look up to the haunted house and gargoyles, you know, from the cartoon show, like, broke out of its shell. But then they turned into vampires. Oh, and yeah. then, it was, like, it came down at me. And I just remember I woke up and I was just, like, it was, like, it was. It had to be my first nightmare. And I just remember, I, it was, like, that, I was four. Like, it to this day, it was traumatizing. And I just remember, like, yeah. Wow. You're weird. I, <laughs> was there anything was there anything you were really scared of as a kid though that like you were freaked out at? I didn't like Chucky. Uh-huh. I didn't like Chucky. Um <laughs> just the thought of something small and even I I'd be in high school and still have like crazy dreams of Chucky. It wasn't <laughs> like and it'd be like I was it was more like I wasn't running away from him but I'd be fighting him, you know? Yeah. And uh things like that. I I didn't like Chucky. Um <coughs> you know, I didn't like my aunt's <coughs> Um, I'm just kidding, uh, but yeah, no, it's. I think it was Chucky. Um, I like you, Chelsea. I, I hated this the Snow White ride. Oh uh, yeah, oh that was I the was worst. Terrified. My dad. Uh, <laughs> there's video footage of uh, this is before my sister was born. So again, same age, three or four. But um, there's footage of we're still on the ride, like we're on the car. And the camera is on the seat, and it's pointed up because it's the Snow White mural. And you just hear me just crying and crying. <laughs> and my mom's like, it's okay, Maxie. It's okay. It's okay. What a little baby. There's this picture of me um, when I was, like, probably three. Of my, mo- my mom would have me take pictures with, like, almost every character at Disneyland. And... So there's a picture of me and, like, Chip and Dale, and, like, I'm happy and everything. And then there's another picture of my mom walking. She her She's not facing the camera. She's walking away from Beast in, in you know, in the big mm-hmm. costume. And there's right. me, you know, looking for, you know, over her shoulder, freaked out. So she's walking away, and I'm, like, freaking out because... Beast is behind me. <laughs> they don't have Beast anymore, do they? Like that's they not very often. They don't have him out a lot. But as a kid, I mean, because the movie came right. out right. around that time when I was like little kid. So, but yeah, I was oh freaked out because he was so big, you know. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I mean, I I, I guess for since we're at a certain point of time, because I'm looking at the time, um, we should probably get close to wrapping it up now on the. For, for sure, the movie, uh, I, I would still say watch it for, for those of you at oh, home totally. listening or in your car, work, whatever. Uh, check out this movie. As much as we are horribly confused by it, it's it's still a fun movie to watch. I don't know what, uh, what your ending thoughts on this are. My, my thought is, I'll just say really quickly. Yeah, go ahead. I, I've kind of said most of what I believe, but 
if you're in bed and you're scared and you look under your bed and you think it's the monster, it's probably just a pot, uh, you know, plot hole. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, I guess like there's a few things again, this, I picked this movie because at the time I was this age, I was, you know, fifth, sixth grade. And I thought it was awesome. Um, cause I was like, I was into monsters. I loved, you know, I wasn't bad, but I was, you know, I was a little mischievous. So the whole, the whole idea was cool, but, um, I mean, we didn't even mention this, the fact that like old Kevin and, oh no. Yeah. Kevin Arnold. It's like old Kevin Arnold and Ke- young Kevin Arnold oh, were in the right. same yeah. movie. His oh, dad. Yeah. It's yeah. So weird. Like, yeah. So, also a dude caught on fire in this movie. I just want to say that for a kid's movie. A dude <laughs> oh, caught yeah. on fire. <laughs> so it's crazy. Have a nice sleep, kids. And Watch he, this guy catch on fire. Yeah, Ben Savage in it, and uh, Fred Savage, Ben Savage, they're in it. And then um, you have Buzz. You know, it's cool. And then you got, you know, peanut butter and onion sandwiches. You know? That's yeah, what who eats that? That's just a movie thing. That's so stupid. So it's weird. It was like, it, I, I was like, is that a Ninja Turtle flavor topping? It seemed like a... But, um, yeah, I mean, again, I think, you know, Fred Savage, This he really makes the movie. And Maurice, I, we didn't talk about Maurice that much, but as a kid, I thought he was hilarious. You know, it's kind of like that humor, especially when he's like, baseball cards, I like baseball cards. Got him, need him, need him, got him, got him. And then he, like, grabs his junk, and then he goes, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why did he grab his junk just like Beetlejuice? He's like, got him, got him. Well, he's, you know, need him. I don't know, He's he's got his uh, junk, so it was... As as a kid, you're like, that's funny. You know, you're like, he's making a uh, junk joke. So, so yeah, just little stuff like that. But uh, I think, you know, actually Howie Mandel and uh, Fred Savage actually do a convincing job of being friends. And it doesn't come off weird. It actually comes off genuine. Yeah. And when they say goodbye, there's actually like a touching moment, at least for me. I'm like, okay, it's, it's believable. Yeah, and then they get, real. and then they get off to let. Yeah, they're in California, like out of out of a homeless man's, uh, like I guess <laughs> a, some, a, be, a beach bum, basically. Yeah. No, it was like his, his, not even a bench. It was a it was, cot. It was like yeah, a like cot. he was yeah. sleeping out on the beach by himself. Like he was like a beach bum. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, and he comes out, but it's just cool how like they could travel all over the world and. Every time, like, there's one, he's like, oh, let's make it, and then someone's like, ouch, 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 he's like, oh, I guess, you know, sun's already up here, and they're, like, trying to make it, and then finally, somehow, his finger stops, like, the the magic or whatever, I don't know, Yeah. and, it, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> it's a it's a fun movie, we're but then... We're ma- hey, folks, we're making it up as we, as yeah. we go, just like the people who made this movie, so... Yeah. Though, it makes me wonder if, like, they ever, you know, re- rekindle, like, again, like, they could just meet together the next day, it's like... Though it sucks because, like, the parents are like, where are you guys? We're in California. Like, California? Like, how'd you get out there? Like, how they're going to ever explain that? Who knows? I don't know. Right. They never, like, finish up. Like, did the parents get back together? Did, you know, it it just ends. It just, like, it ends on a cheap It's literally a freeze frame that that moves the angle, and then you just see credits. And then it slowly fades away. And then we got the awesome song. The way, oh, I'm, okay, last thought. The way that this movie begins and ends, really weird, because it begins with this slow title of Little Monsters, and it's like a piano piece, like really gentle, and it looks like, it's like, it sounds it's like scary. The, the score of like Forrest Gump. Like, no, to me, it sounds like very like. Really? It was eerie to me. Like, 
No, it wasn't eerie. It's it's it felt more like emotional and heartfelt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it has a weird beginning, and it's Little like you don't. Monster. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I don't know. I mean, it, it begin. It's this whole movie's weird. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the end just like ends with a, a cheap joke, and you know, so yeah, I don't know. And then they go to California, and then they go and participate in Super Smash Brothers three. So, uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. That, yeah, that's a whole different story. All right, so and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, for a whole other time. So there you have it. This this week's pick was the 1989 film, uh, the 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 Howie Mandel and Fred Savage vehicle, Little Monsters. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll be closing up shop here. We got some final things to do uh, before my final song of the week. But before that, I know you guys are gonna quickly say some stuff. Uh, what what do you want to say, Max? <laughs> Well, thank you, Chelsea. Uh, usually I do a uh, music... Vi- or no, that's you. What am I talking that's, about? That's usually, I do- <laughs> usually I don't do a music video re- review. Um, usually I do a video game review. But uh, this week, just wanted to share a couple pickups I did. Um, 80, I'll keep it 80s related. So um, since the summer, I've been on Craigslist. And, um, you know, maybe I've done this like maybe twice a month. But seeing... Um, Seeing what, what, what video games are out there, I'm, I've been finding that, you know, yard sales are the best right now. And I was at this one yard sale, and the guy had a, uh, he had Ninja Turtle figures. And I used to collect Ninja Turtles, and that's the figure, like, uh, action figures. And that's how I got into the Ninja Turtles was, you know, the action figures in the cartoon. But these were the soft heads, and um, that's how you know they were from the first line. So I picked up a Donatello and Casey Jones action figure for uh, two bucks each, which was not bad, and because they go for like maybe fifteen bucks loose and stuff. So these were the soft heads, which was pretty cool. And um, so yeah, I've been going out into uh, yard sales, and I've I found a couple gems, um, but maybe I'll. I'll talk about that next week. I found a video game that was worth 250 bucks, and I got it for 25 Nice. And I'll talk, I'll talk about it next week. Awesome. Cool. All right. So I guess we'll, we'll mix them together. We're going to mix this week's um, uh, music video look back and uh, song of the week because it's the exact same song. And uh, this week's what we're going to do is I'll just name it what it is as what I knew it as is uh, the Talking Heads Road to Nowhere. Um, This song is uh, is off the album Little Creatures. Crazy, huh? Little Creatures, (laughs) Little Monsters. Maybe that's why they used it. I don't know. For sure. Uh, The music video itself. We're still looking for meaning. (laughs) Uh, The music video itself looks like uh, like if you if you know the Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer song. But I mean, it's the same director, so that's probably why. Uh, I, it's it's just a weird video. Again, if you watch this video, there's it makes no sense, and it's probably why they made it for Little Monsters because the video makes no sense. It's just a bunch of people having fun. It's a fun, enjoyable video, but it has no makes no sense. And the song, I love the song, and it's the closing credit song. 
I've loved it ever since then. It, I, I mean, whenever I hear this song, it reminds me of two things. Uh, reality Bites, when there's a graduation video where it shows all these students mm. walking down to the, you know, graduation, like when they're, and it says we're on a road to nowhere. That and this film. Um, it's a great song. That's going to be my song of the week. Uh, uh, for this week is Road to Nowhere. So, so yeah, so... Uh, all right, it's so a subliminal I, message from the creators. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, seriously. It's like, it's a road to nowhere. Oh, well done. That was Awesome. Nice. All right, cool. So so there you have it. Make sure to follow us, like us, subscribe, uh, leave us comments, everything on iTunes and all that stuff, you know, Instagram and everything. And uh, so, yeah, so hopefully, uh, please, you know, comment, do all that stuff for us, uh, you know, and just interact with us, say hello. I know people have. I've been seeing that. Um, so yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys say your goodbyes before I close this out. So next week, in honor of Thanksgiving, while everybody's eating turkey legs, we're going to be talking zombies, you know, flesh-eating zombies. So it ties in somehow, because I know I'm thankful for zombies. So stay tuned for next week. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. All right, cool. So we, you know, we had fun, you know, scaring the crap out of babies and putting peanut butter in foam pieces and, you know, putting mud on shoes and for some reason walking across one way but then having the other foot walk the opposite way, which that never made sense in the movie. I don't know why. That's so dumb. Like, but, you know, they find joy out of it. And, and you know, Max peeing in an apple juice cup, you know. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, but other than that, you know, we got to head back up before it hits daylight or we'll turn into some little monsters. So, you know, to get to California, we got to hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future. Well, we know.
night of fuck. Oh. We're children, we're costumes, and run amok. Amok! Amok, 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 amok. Oh, we need just one child. Yes. Yes.